Welcome to the Pencils and Lipstick Podcast, a weekly podcast for writers. Grab a cup of coffee, perhaps some paper and pen, and enjoy an interview with an author, a chat with a writing tool creator, perhaps a conversation with an editor or other publishing expert, as well as Kat's thoughts on writing and her own creative journey. You'll laugh, you'll cry, well, hopefully not actually cry, but you will probably learn something, and I hope you'll be inspired to write, because as I always say, you have a story, you should write it down. This is Pencils and Lipstick. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pencils and Lipstick. I'm Kat Caldwell, as always, hosting this program bright and early on Friday, February 10th. I really wanted to say September. I don't know why. February 10th. It is February already. And this is going to be episode 168 of Pencils and Lipstick. We keep trucking along. Today, I interviewed Kathleen Sweeney. She is the lady you see um, doing all the book brush videos. She is awesome. She knows a lot about book brush. If you don't know about book brush, you are going to want to stick around and listen. And I think it'll be interesting to you, even if you do know book brush. Um, They are always adding new things to it. It is a graphic designing tool um, created specifically for writers. Um, Maybe other people use it as well, but it is specifically to help writers um, create their marketing graphics. And now you can create your book covers, you can create your book spines, you can create um, your box sets, you can create so many things, so many things. And so we go into... Um, what book brush is and what we can use it for. I highly suggest you check out the link in the show notes below. There will be links to other videos, so visuals that you can see Kathleen um, showing a book brush um, for, to you. And there is a 14-day like free trial for it, um, and you can get you know, different mock-ups for free. Think she says up to 14, but it's certainly something you should check out because marketing is hard and we are writers and we are not graphic designers. And yet lots of people have um, beautiful graphic designs created and a lot of them are created in BookBrush. So Canva is awesome as well, but BookBrush is made specifically for authors and you will see the difference when you go head over there and check it out. Um, so that is coming up in the interview section. I always, every month, I'm going to bring you a new software created specifically for writers so that if you don't know about things out there, you will. Here at Pencils and Lipstick, you will learn about them. As I said, it is February. It is February 10th. It is semi-sunny here in Northern Virginia And I wanted to ask you how you are doing on your New Year's resolutions. I know, I'm a pain like that. Like, we still have a lot of days left in this year, right? But January is gone, and February is almost halfway there by the time you listen to this podcast. So I just want to encourage you to maybe reevaluate, maybe give yourself some grace, 
But more than anything today, I want to focus a little bit on movement. Are you moving? I know us writers sit for long periods of time. We sit and think, we sit and research, we sit and write, we sit and edit. And sometimes, you know, we're lucky enough to have a place where we can stand. I am lucky where my kitchen table is standing height. So I'm glad about that. I did not buy it because of that, but <laughs> it was just, you know, the one at Ikea that fit our, our kitchen. But it is nice sometimes to stand but it's also good to move, right? You have to move. We have to stay strong. Um, I really don't think that any success is worth the loss of movement in our bodies, right? We we still want to stay strong as we keep going. We want to avoid carpal tunnel. We want to avoid, you know, that like pooch at the back of our necks, you know, from slouching, the hunch, you know. Um, We want to keep our bellies strong to keep our back pain at bay. Of course, if you are of a certain age, you know, 20s, this doesn't seem like a big deal to you. But if you're heading into middle age like I am, you suddenly feel those creaks, right? And the like stiffness. So I want to encourage you as much as you are finding accountability this year, possibly with your writing, maybe, you know, swapping manuscripts with people or sharing your writing with other writers and getting out there. Just find an accountability for your movement as well, whether it's a timer on your phone, whether it's your spouse or partner at home, whether it's just sort of declaring to yourself you're going to do it or you find other writers where you say, hey, did you stand up today? I know a lot of people have the Apple Watches where you have to, you know, close the rings, I guess. Um, Maybe if that's for you, do that, you know, just make sure that you are moving your body to stay healthy and drink water. That is my new year's resolution. I have lots of empty glasses around here on my desk, but they're not filled with water. (laughs) I do have coffee though. That's, that's no good. Okay. I will be sure to go drink some water as well, but I want to, um, talk to you also about different workshops that are coming up. My New Year's resolution, as we are talking about resolutions, is to use the coaching certificate, the things that I've learned both in the coaching program and all the books that I'm reading. I just absorbed all these craft books last year. And and at first it was just like so much information. Um, and now I've I've been going back over and outlining things, and I've created a couple different workshops um, from all the information in my head, and I believe in a way that will be helpful to other writers and make sense and save you time because you won't have to go read all the books <laughs> and then process all the books and all the information. So I am putting up a website page on my website, catcaldwell.com forward slash workshops 2023. And you will be able to go over there and see. Most of them are going to be about $47. If I have a guest coming in um, and maybe they'll do some editing or something, you'll have to pay a little bit more for them to do editing. So we have um, the dialogue doctor, Jeff Elkins, coming in to talk to us about dialogue. There will be a hands-on workshop about it. Um, for $47 and then like a little more fee if you want personal feedback from pages um, on, on your dialogue from Jeff Elkins. 
Did that make sense? Yes. <laughs> so, um, so if I have a guest and there's like extra work that they will be doing for you, you can sign up for that. There will be limited space for the extra signups for the workshops. It will be really hands-on um, in Zoom, over Zoom. Um, All together, we will be working on our scripts, our manuscripts. So I will have a characters workshop. We're going to go into how do you develop the backstory of your character, Um, the fears and the ghosts and um, the wants and the desires. What are the differences between those, their choices, you know, and how they how their character arc develops. There's a lot of work that goes into developing a relatable character that readers fall in love with, whether or not they are good, right? You think about Loki, um, viewers, I guess, and maybe readers too of the comics, um, love Loki. And yet he's like the trickster and the villain, right? Because he is relatable. (laughs) We just love him. So you don't have to have the good character only be relatable. You want all of your characters to be relatable. And what goes into that is more than eye color and, you know, their favorite pasta or what they want to be when they grow up. What we're looking at is so much more than that. So to develop these real 3D characters, 4D characters that are relatable um, by the readers, we have to do a little bit of work and like their background and what happened to them um, as kids or as young adults or as older adults to get them where they are when your book starts. So we're going to go over character development. Um, Jeff Elkins is going to come in for dialogue. We'll be going over scene development and, you know, how to decide which scenes you keep and which scenes you toss. You know, we like to say, kill your darlings in this industry. And yet not all of us know what that means. Like there are times in which you have to toss an entire scene. I talked to, or I tweeted with somebody on Twitter a couple of weeks ago who said she had gotten feedback that her contemporary romance was much too long at 140,000 words. And I said, yeah, it's, it really is too long. Most likely there are scenes in there that you have to cut, which really like made her nervous. But I told her, you know, that was the, that was the best advice that I had ever been given for my historical romance. And historical romances are typically a little bit longer than contemporary romances. So understanding what scenes are kind of saying the same thing, you know, we like that maybe the prose is fine, the grammar's fine, the character development there is fine, and yet the scene just isn't needed because it's the same beat. It is telling the reader the same thing about the characters. Um, In romance, just as an example, that tends to be like the the dates, you know, so maybe there's a scene where they're in the park and they're having a conversation and then they go for dinner and they're having a conversation. Then they go to a party and they're having a conversation and it just ends up being really the same scene. And what you can do is pull all those scenes into one scene and bring the dialogue into one (laughs) dialogue, which will speed up the book. Because we know life is very long, but your book has to be short, right? It is just telling a chunk of time in the life of the characters. So we'll be going over scenes, what a scene needs, um, what, how you can sit back and look at your scene and decide if it's worth keeping or not or developing more. 
And there will be worksheets to go with that as well. And then I am working with Plotter with Troy Lambert to come in and specifically show us how to plot. It's going to be really fun. So you're going to come with your computers as well, and you will see and you can plot along with him if you want. So these are all going to be really, really hands-on leading up to the two-day intensive workshop that I am putting together, which I don't have a date for yet. Um, I am thinking early June, but I will let you know about that. But I'm excited. These are my resolutions. I'm really excited to um, be putting them together. And then, of course, Marcy Renee and I are still um, working out the wrinkles for a retreat in Spain, September. Yes, it's going to be in September. So we had the opportunity to possibly put one together for April, and the response has been that it's a little bit too close for everybody, which is unfortunate. I know time just keeps going by really fast. So we're settling on September. We're working out the wrinkles. If you want to come join us in Spain, it's going to be epic. It's going to be so much fun. I love Spain. I love showing people Spain. Um, we'll have time to work out your book. You'll have time to write. You'll have time to eat delicious food. You'll have more time to write. You'll have more time to ask questions and share about your book and then more time to write and to have fun. And then we'll start it all over again. <laughs> Sound good? Like the day for a writer, right? You get to brainstorm and write and meditate and write and eat and write and share your stuff and write and eat. <laughs> it's going to be great. So you can tell I'm a little excited about these resolutions. And of course, then I, in between all that, I still have to write my books. Yay. <laughs> oh, I love, I love my job. So if you are enjoying this podcast, please share it. It really, really helps get the word out there. Um, I have some wonderful guests that I think you all are really going to enjoy listening to. They all have really important things to share with you as writers, and they're going to help you out. They have really great resources. I encourage you to always look in the show note links because there will be links to their website, to their books, um, possibly to goodies that they have put together just for the show. So always check out the show notes below. Um, and if you prefer to read the interviews, the shows, or you are hearing impaired, or your friend is hearing impaired or likes to read, please share with them the transcripts. It is pencilsandlipstick.com, all spelled out. The episodes are right at the top. You just click the podcast episodes, and you have the full manuscript with the show notes there. So you can click on the links to people being interviewed there as well. So if that's what you prefer, you can also listen to it directly from the website if that's what you like. Um, so there are tons of way to, ways to access Pencils and Lipstick. And of course, if you prefer to watch, you can head on over to pencilsandlipstick.com forward slash support the show, and you can see the videos as well. Now, some of my guests prefer not to be on video. So sometimes it's just me listening <laughs> in another blank screen, but that's okay. You can still see me <laughs> and you can see how much I like to fidget and I can't stay still. If that is um, your thing too. If you can't, if you can't stay still, let me know. If, I don't want to be the only one out there <laughs> that, that can't stop swiveling in her chair. 
So you can contact me on Twitter at Pencils Lipstick. Um, I love talking to people over there. There's always interesting conversations happening in the writing world. I know you can also like get really sidetracked by all those social and political things happening over there, but the writing world is still on Twitter and it's interesting to listen to people and read the conversations. You can also find Pencils and Lipstick on Instagram pencils and lipstick all spelled out again. You can see what my guests look like. You can check out what, um, what show is up, what shows maybe you've missed. You can check a snippet of the show. We always put up a little audio video, um, snippet of every single show every week. And if you want your book told to about 800 to 1,000 listeners per week, and then I don't look, you know, how many more go back in the backlist and keep listening, you can sign up for Book of the Week. Book of the Week is going to go through your book blurb. I will say the title, you, your book blurb, and a tiny ex- excerpt. It has to be about 250 to 300 words, and I will tell people where to find it, put the links in the show notes, and you will be um, featured on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook as well. And there will always be a link on the homepage of pencilsandlipstick.com. So if you want to tell the world about your book, whether it is a book for writers or it is just a book that you are proud of, that you have finished and you want to celebrate and we want to celebrate with you, you can go to pencilsandlipstick.com forward slash book of the week. Um, Those links are in the show notes below as well. And speaking of book of the week, let's listen to this week's book of the week. The book of the week is a short story collection called And I Was Like November by Rachel Biggs. Badassery reigns as gritty female characters navigate themes of loneliness and longing in these darkly satirical stories. Topics like hot transactional sex, obsession-driven hit and runs, and parrots with violent tendencies and questionable intentions are sprinkled with laughs to take the edge off. An excerpt. I walk towards Arvin and fall into him when I trip over the curb. He catches me and we sway like saplings in a windstorm. I hold onto his neck, feeling its warmth and the softness of the downy hair that still clings to his head. His arms are around my waist, I think, and we steady each other after twenty precarious seconds in which we might both tumble to the ground. At first, all I can hear is Roy's steel-toed boots staggering away as he mutters words like bitch and freeloader, but when he is gone, there are breathy sobs, teeth chattering, and noses sucking back snot, and who sounds are whose doesn't matter. Arvin and I stand in each other's arms, crying hard for a good long while before I untangle myself and hear him say softly, sorry. You can find And I Was Like November on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and any online bookstore that you love. You can find out more about Rachel Biggs at rachelbiggs.com, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-B-I-G-G-S.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am 
with Kathleen Sweeney today, and she is that fabulous woman that is always in the book brush tutorials. So hello, Kathleen. How are you? I am great and happy to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. I've I've been to a couple of your tutorials. You're always really kind to pretty much show up wherever people ask, like, how do I do this? <laughs> you know, what is this? But um, so for anyone who doesn't know, can you tell us first a little bit about yourself and then then about book brush? Absolutely. So um, as you said, I'm Kathleen Sweeney. I'm the marketing lead and customer service manager here at Book Brush. Outside of Book Brush, I live in Illinois with my husband and three busy boys and the two most handsome cats on the planet. <laughs> um, I can't leave them out. In fact, I should have brought one to the session. But anyway, they're probably <laughs> sleeping somewhere. Um, and I enjoy working with authors on Book Brush, which is an online platform that we designed specifically for authors to be able to create marketing graphics and so much much more, all in one handy marketing toolbox. And I'm sure we'll expand on that yeah. as we go through today's session. Yes. And I'm I'm so excited to have you guys in the world <laughs> because when you write a book, you don't realize, like I didn't realize, we'll say, I'll just use myself. The first book you get done and you're like, okay, I guess I need a cover, you know, I'll figure out the cover. And then you get into the world of marketing and you're like, I need so many graphics I don't even know this. It can be such a daunting task yes. and you used up all your energy potentially and creativity writing the book. Right. And now here you are. Oh no, I'm going to need to do all these other things. And so that's where Book Brush can come in and try to make that uh, fun and easy. Yeah. So how long have you been with Book Brush? We uh, became Book Brush in fall of 2018, okay. and I've been part of the team since then. We have two co-founders, and then there's me. So I usually say I'm the fun one around here. <laughs> you are the fun one. You're well. You're the one that I see. You know the most about Book Brush. I would I would claim. Um, what was your background before? Like, is it marketing? Graphics? Marketing, customer service, um, business assurance, things like that. Okay, because the graphics that you make are pretty spectacular. Like, did that just come with playing around with the tool? So I can't even take credit for that. It's probably from using Book Brush. And I use a lot of the community templates that a real graphic designer on our team makes. And so that makes me look good. And we can also make you look good as an author <laughs> because you can piggyback off of those graphics that are designed with a professional right. eye. And then you'll get a feel for it. Yeah. And then I think you'll be good too. Yeah. Okay. So as far as Book Brush, I would say a lot of people know it can Canva is. I always want to say canvas, but it's not <laughs> Canva. Um, and I, I would think, I think I found both of you guys at the same time. And, um, but book brush is specifically for authors, right? Like all the templates that are there are, are more or less for books, eBooks, things like that. Yes. And we say that a lot. Like there's a lot of nice design tools out there. Canva is one of them, but they're not all designed specifically with the author in mind. So in Book Brush, we are in the author niche. We specialize in books and authors and all the things that you're going to need there. And so while you won't find the things you don't need, we've really beefed up the author offerings. Like for example, if you're looking for those 3D versions of your book, mm -hmm. there's probably about 270 now. And then usually uh, quarterly, we add some different versions. So that's something unique that you'll find in Book Brush. Yes, because I was in I was in Canva the other day because it's on my phone. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I need a mock-up. Dang it, I need to go to Book Brush. Because if if you're new to writing, like you you usually have like that little graphic that your maybe your book 
um, cover designer makes you, right? It's like flat. And then you think like, how do people make these graphics? And way long ago, I bought this thing that sort of like you could put in the graphic, but it was wonky. Like if it was a little bit tilted, you know how you kind of want a shadow, Yes, yes. You wanted like moved a bit, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that it stretched it. It wasn't weird." But like in Bookbrush, what you can do is literally click and click, and then I'm like a magical marketing genius. It makes you look pretty awesome too. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So what what are the things um, that you guys maybe started out with, and the things that are are new that authors can find there? Let's go through like what can we make when we're talking about graphics, um, if somebody's really new to this, like what is, what, what are those? So on a basic level, and even, you know, if you explore, we have a free plan, you can create 15 graphics for free. You can do all of those. Like we'll talk about first the social media platforms and then the content that's in there. So you can create graphics for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, and then the face, the website adds um, different swag things, lots of graphics there. The image elements, if you're using a platform called Atticus, it's separate from BookBrush. They have book formatting, but you know we're the image people, so you can right. do the um, chapter page breaks, the um, like those little design things that go across the image elements, chapter art on the header. Oh, like inside in the book. book. Yep, yep. So you could do those in BookRush and then upload them over to Atticus. So we have templates for that. We also have templates that you can make the Amazon A plus content that people are always excited to add to their Amazon page. So lots of different graphic things. And then specifically the types, like you can do a lot of cover reveal graphics, launch party graphics, giveaway graphics. Any kind of promo you're doing and you need a graphic for that, okay. we have things. And you can do book plates, coasters, all kinds oh. of swag stuff, cool stuff. Okay. We could be here all day. We have like 40 <laughs> minutes, right? So we'll have to <laughs> narrow it down probably. But yes, lots of things that you can do. And they're up to covers? Do you Can you do your cover in there? Yes. So yes, we also, we didn't start out with covers and people were using the tools and they loved them. And they're like, we'd like to be able to make covers with this. So um, we started with what we call the custom creator. That's our flagship tool. That's the first thing we built. And then we launched a couple years later, a cover creator. So it works the same, but it has the cover um, specification. So you can okay. do ebook, audiobook, and then print and hardback and design your own cover in there, either from scratch or using a community template. So once again, if you don't know where to start, we have a graphic designer who makes templates and then you can just personalize those. So they're not going to look like anybody else's, but it gives you a head start on what might go where okay. in the graphic right. Right. or the cover. Right. Because you give me a blank page and I could look at book covers all day long and you give me a blank page and I'll be like, wait, where do I put this? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to know. And yet, and you know, what you wanted to do was write a book. You didn't want right. to have to do these other parts, and but it, but it all goes together. Yes. Yes. And I think one of the main things about it, being somebody who was dabbling since 2013, when there were really not a lot of tools back then, interestingly enough, it doesn't seem like that far away, but the biggest um, the interesting part to me that is like take away the headache is the sizing. So what when you're talking about templates, if people don't know, like with the social different social media, they all have a different size to them. And if you mm-hmm. upload one size to another, it's going to be stretched out or pulled in or like it's going to be weird. And so the greatest thing about having you guys having all of those like ebook size, paperback size, that it matters, right? Like it matters what size these are. 
the sizes for the book templates, yes. And then also the graphics that you're making for social media. So you're not Googling, what size do I need for Instagram and Twitter and those different platforms? We have all those sizes for that too. But like going back to the book cover, say you're going to do the print cover, even with a template or from scratch, you're going to put in your paper type, your trim size, your page count, and it magically gets it all sorted for you so that it's the right dimension. So you're not have it's there's magic coding in the background so you just know <laughs> hey my book's gonna be five and a quarter by eight i'm gonna have 302 pages of cream paper cream's usually fiction white's often the nonfiction mm-hmm. um, paper type but you can do what you want you know when you put all that in and then it puts it in there and then you've got the bleed and so it accounts for all that and then you can design it but you don't have to worry about being spot on because we'll do that part for you oh that's so nice <laughs> i remember going to look for those those specifications on the different, and I don't speak pixel, so I didn't even know what that was, and I didn't know any of that. So, so this is this is like really a hands-on tool where you can get lost in it because you don't have to worry about all those specifications. You can just look at how pretty my book is <laughs> and do cool stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And then we have other cool things like you can if at the icing on the cake. I think is designing a book trailer, so that's Ooh, on our top. What plan is that? People, so. Kind of like if you think about a movie trailer that comes out, you could do a book, a trailer about your book. And so you're picking the scenes and the text and you're adding music and all that to really get some excitement building about your book cover or your book that's coming out or an existing book, things like that. So people do really like doing the book trailers. And that one is called the trailer creator. So we tack creator on to most of the tools. Oh, that's really cool. So it's a it's a video more than static. Yeah, it'll be an MP4. So it's going to have animation, video background effects, and m- your music all in one thing. And we have um, in the custom creator too, kind of a shortcut version of those. I don't know if you've seen the animated mock-ups. Yes, they I love this. <laughs> are super popular because again, your book cover, video background, animation, music, all in one handy meme. So if you want to be on some of those social media platforms with the animations and the movement, but you don't want to be the one dancing around, yes. you can try those um, yes. animated mock-ups and feature your book. Yeah, there's a there's a couple like you can do different animations, right? Because there's ones where like the water's moving or like the book appears later, almost like a like those reels that have the different chapters, but it's all focused on your book and sort of a theme around that book, right? Exactly, because and you can add animation to each piece, so your text can be animated, your book they can all have an action. Now sometimes you don't want to animate each thing; you'll give your poor followers a seizure. So pick, <laughs> you know, which what you're going to animate, but your text can fade in and fade out. Your books can come in your books can do cool things like shake or be jello if you want them to and you pick you pick what you want and you design it that's really cool especially like yes at a certain age you look at all the reels or the tiktoks and you go no i'm i really am too old for that i can't really can't do but my book would look spectacular (laughs) in here like let's see well that would be funny if you could try to get your book to jiggle to the latest dance right <laughs> get that. there you go yeah I haven't tried it yet that, that might be my plan for this afternoon <laughs> what song is popular and let's see if I can get my book to do something to that rhythm that's funny so so you can really spend a lot of time there I I have made quite a few graphics it's really nice for when you're learning to batch as I am like spending some time doing marketing I'm going to batch all of these things and You can also put like, okay, let's say I have a sale in Kobo. I can actually, from BookBrush, get a graphic of 
like Kobo's graphic and put it in there instead of having to go into Google and find a graphic and copy or download or whatever it is. Like you guys have everything like that as well. The how many we different do. things do we need? <laughs> like, so like in retailer, you can search, we call them images and then we call them community stamps because okay. they're for everybody in our book brush community. So we put right. them there for you all to use. And there's different sections. One's retailer. So that's exactly, you'll find the Kobo and the Amazon logos right. and things like that to put in the graphics so people know where to find them. And then all the social media icons are in there mm. and call to action words like buy now, you know, you yes. can put those kinds of things in there. And anything that we don't have, there's also an upload your own. So it's called My Images. And so if there's something that you're on a platform that we don't have, or who knows what, you've got some other award or logo that you want to put in there, bring it in and you can add that to your graphic too. Nice. That's awesome. So yeah, you don't, it really makes it so that you're right on one platform and you can just get it all done. What I really like doing is looking through the... um the templates that I don't know if whether you guys have done it or other people can save them and you can sort of, you, you get ideas. Like there were, there's quite a few of join my newsletter and I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I didn't thought of making a graphic. So like perusing through the community templates and be like, Oh, well, look at that. That's a good idea. Okay. Let's just fiddle with this and put my colors on there. Yeah. And you, there you go. Brand, make a few changes. So it's on brand for you. Maybe the, your um, font you normally use or some colors that go with your book cover. And then you can save that also in your account as a project. So if you want to update it for next month, mm. you know, things like that. So you can advertise, get them to join your newsletter. Then you can come back in book brush and design a new email header. So your email looks spectacular when you oh. send it to them. You want to wow them after you got them here. Um, but for your email header, that's another one. I would save that. Like if if it's going to be your July updates and then your August updates, just save it and change that text for the month without starting from scratch each time. So there's a little time saver. A tip. little time saver. That's true. When you talk about emails, I made a couple different email footers, like depending on which email list it was going out to. And they look great. <laughs> I have to say they look a lot better than just sort of that, you know, whatever comes with MailerLite. Um, like I can put my book cover. Anything that you can do to make yourself stand out a little bit and attract some interest, it can't hurt. Yes, that's very true. I did also make um, bookmarks. I don't know why I can't find, here, find words, but yeah, bookmarks. So that at an actual live event and they were easy to print off at Staples, like with my uh, website and just a little logo there. It, like it was super easy. I didn't have to go anywhere else. I knew the dimensions were right. <laughs> And so even with bookmarks, you can use templates if you're not sure where to start or just click the um, bookmark by itself and design away. Now, did you put a QR code on it? There's my next big question oh, for I you. Put a QR. <laughs> the next time. So and you can design a QR code in BookBrush and it'll save. It's in the elements section. No way. And you, yep. So that's a paid feature, but you know, you'll be set. So you can make your QR code or you can bring one in if you already have it. And it's a nice idea. Here's my litmus test for you on QR codes. Okay. I would put them on printed material. If you're looking at it on your phone, you won't really be able to scan it with your phone. True. So a bookmark is a great spot for a QR code because you're going to hand that out at an in-person event or potentially slip it in your book when you're shipping it, something like that. Mm -hmm. 
the QR code will link to whatever site you're sending them to, but you can continue to update that site. So when book two and book three come out, they've still got access because you put the QR code there. And it's easy because people are getting used to, I think COVID pushed the QR codes yes. forward because nobody <laughs> wanted to touch paper. And um, so now, you know, people aren't like, what is that shape there? People know what QR codes are and they can be super handy for authors, like on your business card or at an in-person event on a sign. So people just grab their phone and scan it and they've got your information. You don't even have to hand them anything. Look at that. I didn't even know you guys had QR codes. That's amazing. You guys really keep up with the times here. You guys also do book spine, like the spine of the book. That was newish. You know, COVID, COVID makes every year seem like it just faded. Yes. So many things were crummy about that, but some good things came out of COVID where we added some things. QR codes came around. There's everybody got good at Zoom. So I've traveled to lots of countries for presentations and I never left my house. (laughs) So that's been good. Um, But so we have, let's say over 270 3D versions for your book. Most of them are front facing and you just put in your 2D cover and it magically turns into 3D. We did that on purpose because a lot of people don't have the spines and that's a separate step. But you can design a spine in BookBrush, or if you have one, you can bring it in. And then we have some templates that do have the book and the spine. So you can have that look. And that's a little bit newer feature, probably in less than the last year that we added the spine option. And you can also do like the series box, the box. Is that what they're called? Box series. So a box set, if you (laughs) need a graphic for that, and this is a thing, people pay a lot of money to have a graphic designer do it. Plus you have to wait till you, you know, they get to you. You can design that yourself in BookBrush. It can be anywhere from two up to 10 books. And it's also nice. So if you need the box set image for four books now, then when you do write book five, you can come in and update it. So you can either make your own spines in our tools or bring in the spines if you have them and then get that box set image. Now, the only caveat is it's just an image. We don't Mm. have any elves making the boxes around here, but the image will work great. You can upload that to, you know, like say Amazon to sell it. with. So you've got the image so people understand they're getting the set. Right, right, right. Yes, which is important to do if you've spent (laughs) all that time writing a series, you know, you want them to know, um, or at least in anything else, like this is the first of a set, right? Like if you want to buy the whole set, you can, like images are very powerful. And so people seeing that there are more books to it, it sends a whole message that you don't even need to put words to. It's, it's amazing. You know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, right? So <laughs> right. you can do that. And sort of along those lines, and some of the graphics will say, you know, go ahead and show your book in a print version and in an ebook version. So mm. you're visually telling folks, hey, woohoo, here are all the ways that you can get my book right. without having to say, here are all the ways that you can get my book. So their eyes are going to tell them what they need to know. Or if you have an audiobook version, then you can pop that into the graphic. Then they see, oh, yeah, I am gravitating toward audiobooks these days. I can leave the house again. I'm going to listen in the car. Um, so they might right. put that in the image. So we right. have those types too. That's amazing. Because I, if you haven't you know, tried to go find graphics, you're right when you say you can spend a lot of money getting people to make these graphics for you and still wait around <laughs> for them to get to you because you're not, you know, you're just one more client for them. And it, you know, it, even if you don't want to do all of your graphics, you know, if you, somebody else does your book cover, you just upload your book cover and then you get to do all those mock-ups, which are amazing. I, like, I just love clicking through them. I don't know how many folders I have on my 
computer of just like book brush mockups. So just like, because you guys have seasons, you have like sales, like so many people have made all these beautiful um, mockups, like templates, and you just stick your book in there. And then it, I feel like I'm professional and I put it up onto my scheduler and it almost feels too easy, honestly. Those are some of our favorite, probably our most popular tool are those mock-ups because they put your book in all those great real life settings. Yes. And the, I think there are a few people who still think like people are making those at home, like they're scattering out their own rose petals and making a decorative cup of coffee. No, just bring your 2D cover in and drop it in. And then you have tons of graphics. Then like you said, you can get them all done. Maybe that's your plan for the first Monday of the month and you schedule them out and you're all set. Then you can get busy with other yes. authoring activities. Authoring, like writing the next book, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So if people feel a bit, um, I don't know, intimidated, you guys do a lot of tutorials. Where where can people find those tutorials? When you're in BookBrush, and you can get in even with a free account or anything, on the left-hand side, there's a section that says webinars. And so what we moved to is we have all of them recorded. So you don't have to wait for us. So like there's Cover Creator 101, Animation 101, Book Trailers 101. Those are all, let's say, 25 to 35 minutes. Sometimes I get talking. There could be some 40-minute ones in there. But you can watch those when you need them, and it walks you through step-by-step on that particular tool. So it focuses, like it drills down. It's right size for your brain. It's not an hour long, and you can watch those at any time. And then we also do a monthly full hour overview, Book Brush 101. That's live, so you can join live and ask questions. Um, Or you can just uh, register and you'll get the recording afterwards because time zones are crazy. Life is crazy. Lots of people can't join live. So either one is an option, but that's a great place to get like a full soup to nuts look. I pack as much as I can into that hour of the the book brush overview. Is that kind of basic every single month? So everyone that's new or just wants a refresher, that's kind of like the basic it's basic, but we walk through each of the tools. So there are paid okay. features on there too. And I have some people who join every couple months, even though they use Book Rush all the time. And when they do, even though they're a seasoned Book Rusher, they're like, oh, I wasn't doing that. Or we've added a little something here and there. And so it can help you make the most of the plan. Like I tell people who are on a paid plan, hey, you've already paid. Might as well make the most of what is here at your disposal. I think sometimes people just do what they do. They don't go in and explore, you know, the other things. And they're like, I have not been using this enough. Yes. And so then they get some new ideas. Yes. So I I get your emails and sometimes I don't always get to go through them. But it seems like you guys are coming out with new things every single year. I mean, it's been only five years. Honestly, you've, you've grown really quite a bit. So what new things have come out in the last couple months that maybe people who haven't gone in there or are still doing the same thing, might not be aware of. Two of the biggest things which aren't even a new feature, but they were highly requested, are the ability to duplicate your book covers and duplicate the elements. So we'll start with the book covers. Prior to this update, you would add a book cover, resize it how you want it, and then you go add another one and resize it how you want it in this new world. When you add the book cover and resize it, you just click plus and it adds another one. Boom, boom, boom. All the same size. So if you're doing a promo where you want to line up all five books in the one graphic, it's way faster and easier oh. because it's going to add the other one, the additional ones in the size you've already resized to. Okay. Super big time saver. Yes. And then we haven't really talked about elements. These are an amazing 
kind of feature because you can use the color picker so you can match things there able to do shadows. You can do personalized cover reveals in here because the cover reveal piece you can place wherever you want on your book cover and color match it. So you're no longer, yeah, you're no longer held to here are the cover reveals and I don't get to pick the part of my cover. You can put those in there. Um, when we're done, I'll send you a YouTube video on that part. Oh, that's I need to really open cool, my emails. <laughs> cool feature. Um, and, you know, we do add something to YouTube weekly. Okay. With like a one and a half to three minute nugget of information. Okay. So that's like a right size for your brain. Again, it doesn't go over tons of tools, but it just lets you dive into, oh, here's a little something like let's talk about the color blur or let's talk about something small. Maybe I did a, you know, design a business card or here's how to do a book bub ad, little things like that. Yes. So you did mention the color, um, I want to say coordinator. No, the color matcher, right? That's a really cool tool because if you have, let's say I didn't create my book cover, so I don't have all of the information of the the um, hex numbers on every single color, but I put it in there and I just need the little dropper and book fresh finds it. It's amazing. So let's say you have somebody on your book cover in a red dress and you want your text box and your text uh, to have the same red color. All reds are not created equal and you want it to really coordinate, not clash. So you'll just use the color picker, go over there, hover, and it magically gets the color code in there. So it's perfect match. Looks really nice. It just takes things up a notch when everything is super coordinated like that. Yes. And again, I can't tell people if they haven't done this before, like five years ago, it was really hard. Because <laughs> I have a red yeah. dress on my first cover and I even changed the cover, but still like it was so hard. That was when I realized what you said. It Reds are not the same. And you might see that it's, it doesn't look right, but I wouldn't know how to fix it because I'm a writer. I don't know how to fix it. Right. That leave, and this makes this part easier. You don't have to be a designer. You can just say, hey, color picker, here we go. There, I've nailed it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. That's so nice. So I need to go in there and check out this cover reveal too, because the cover reveals, there's tons of mock-ups in there. There are, and they're really great too. This other one is just one where you can design your own. Yeah, especially if you have, um, because some people do really creative things because they think ahead more, you know, and they plan ahead as I should learn to do. And they'll do like, kind of like a partial, pulling it down further and further, you know, so they'll only reveal a little bit and then a little bit more and a little bit more. So kind of depending on what your cover is, there are certain things you want to reveal and certain things you wouldn't, you would want to keep secret for longer, you know, so you would want to be able to place that. So that's very cool. And you're picking the color. So even if it's not matching your cover, you can pick a color that you want. And then I'll give you a tip if you want to take it up a notch. You can add animation to those so they can fade out each one. So then it's going to be an MP4, but it's a really cool way to make a graphic. No way. Okay. Okay. So that that was a, a webinar or a tutorial that you guys... I... Yep. Some of those on YouTube. I'll find them. <laughs> those this. are short. The YouTube ones are nice because you, you get like one takeaway, something quick and easy, not like a 30-minute commitment of, right. I need to learn a whole tool. It's right. like a quick little, hey, you might not be doing this, and I bet you would like to. Yeah. Yeah. So when people, if they're checking it out and they're just going to, they get 15, right, if they do just the, the basic free, um, yep. just to see if they, they like it. Where would you recommend that they they start? Would you recommend that they start sort of looking at the at the basic webinar and then going from there? Yep. I would say you can watch the Book Brush 101 
we also have a how to get started video that's shorter because nobody, you know, that's an hour of your life. You just want to get in there and create some stuff. Or you can watch a couple YouTube videos that are pertaining, like if what you're wanting to do is a business card, because you can do that on the free plan. You could watch the how to do a business card. Maybe mm. that's three minutes long. And then you can go in and make one. So okay. that would be a good place to start, depending on which things you're wanting to make. Um, we had another one that talked about like dissecting a community template, like what's even in there and why are they so awesome? Because they use a lot of features that you may not have even thought about. So that would be another great place to start. So I'll send you that one too. Okay. So you can have it. In yeah, we can do the the show notes. We can put little links in the show notes and you guys can go and see those. Cause uh, I know the mock-ups are really fun, but you know, there are other <laughs> features in there that you might want to go in and check. And the swag you had said, because a lot of authors are starting to do more swag. We're in person, right? I'm about to go to a new in-person thing in March. And did I see that you guys make like coasters? Is that, was that you or like bookmark? Like you can do, yep. So bookmarks in the swag area, bookmarks are in their coasters. The book plates are really a nice idea because that's, you can get those all printed and have them on a sticker. And so it's a way that you can personalize the book um, also, if you're shipping, you can just mail the book plate. So they might have purchased the book online or even wherever they got it. You didn't have to ship the book. That's costly. They have the book. You can just mail them the book plate for the price of a stamp and then they can stick it in there. So book plates are a really neat idea. Mm, I wonder, in, I'm trying to think. book plates Business are stickers? You, I would probably print them as a sticker. So it's just like a little... Um, Two kind of you put it's like a sticker where the author would sign like oh. two cat Caldwell love forever from you know something that like keep on swimming or whatever you're gonna put in your book um, yeah something like that oh so it kind of like signs the book for you mm-hmm. okay you, like a sticky post-it note almost but like for real sticks forever not just a post-it note <laughs> but <laughs> then you, can, you guys don't the print them right you you download the graphic and then you find. Yeah, you can print them wherever you want, okay. whatever site, or you can print them at home, you know, whichever. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Just so that people know <laughs> you are yeah, not absolutely. a, a one-stop shop for sure. <laughs> no, we'd love to be the printers too, but there's just only so much we can get done for you. We all have to be experts in something, you know, we can't, we can't do everything. Okay. <laughs> Anything that you create the image for, you could send to a printer. So you could create an image for a coffee cup and then send that to the printer. Ah. We don't have a template for that because you'd probably check the printer and maybe what they need is like a three by five or a three by three. We have people that do magnets. A lot of times those are three by three or two by two. And again, they just design it in BookBrush, make it look cool, and then send it to a, a printing website probably. So you just download it and put it over okay. there. Magnets are a lot of fun. Sometimes better than stickers because stickers stick once. Magnets can go wherever you yeah. want to put them oh, that's... multiple times. Well, and again, I, I love how the creativity of the community, you can just like see what other people are doing. Like, oh, what a great idea. I can do I can do that myself. So then if you if you have... Um, more than just the basic, how many levels are there? After the free plan, there are three tiers for single authors, plus gold and platinum. They're all priced per year. And what you get with the additional levels are additional features. Okay. They all have unlimited downloads, but the plus plan will do all the things in the custom creator and the covers. And then when you step up to gold, you have all those instant mock-ups that people love and the box set creator. And then the top plan includes the trailer creator and Uh. some exclusive instant mock-ups. 
We also have a quarterly Platinum Academy with extra authory content that the Platinum folks get to attend. Okay. Uh, we just had it last week with Dave Chesson from Kindlepreneur was the speaker. I have the so replay on awesome. that. I have to watch it. <laughs> yep, it was excellent. Yes, because you guys are partnering with Atticus, right? Or you already have? Yeah. We do have, so in at, if you go into Atticus, there's a click to create in Bookbrush. So they have a small selection and way to create okay. some of those um, like little page dividers yeah. and things like that and image elements. But Bookbrush, because we're graphics people, has a more robust sure. selection and ways to do it. So they just click like a link that they you can come over into Bookbrush. And it's a nice feature for them to offer because you can do those for free. So it's not like you're coming over and you have to pay a bunch of money. You right. get in your 15 free downloads, that could be what you make. Yeah. And what I, I love that because the the more that we have these print on demand and these tools, it's really fun to really create your book and to be all your own. So a friend of mine where the main character is a baker, she has a little whisk that is like in between the the chapters. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. It's like, I mean, she's, I think she made in Bookbrush actually, because she's the one that was like, you have to buy Bookbrush. <laughs> you have to get this. That's season. awesome. You know, if you're doing the chapter art, like the art on the beginning of each chapter, mm -hmm. you can show the passage of time because you, if you are on a paid plan, you have unlimited downloads. So like I've done a sample where here's an airplane and you download it, scoot the airplane over, download it again, scoot the airplane over. What so, a good idea. But, yeah. So as your chapters go visually, if they notice it's moving the airplane across the scene and you can just keep downloading and then you upload them over there in Atticus in order. Oh, and that's so much fun. But And I'm also looking into doing Kickstarters and I think more people are doing Kickstarters and what you need there are kind of like more fun levels, you know? So it really wouldn't take you that much to have a little bit different. Maybe, maybe you have a paperback that's plain, but then you have a paperback with, you know, graphics in it. Like that would be a fun, not burdensome <laughs> thing to do for an author, right? Well, and of course, I think it sounds fun because I love playground and book brush. That's, you know, the, the days that I get the note from the graphic designer that new templates are added or new things, I'm like, I got to run right over there. there. There's my afternoon sorted. Like, I want to create all the things. Right. Um, I'm not sure if he's quite as easily entertained as I am, but it's, it's pretty fun to see what's new. I think it's fun, honestly. Um, so when you're in there as well with, um, let's say, with one of the paid plans, are you able to upload your logo and things like that and sort of have that stay there? Or do you have to bring in your graphics or your book covers or whatever from your computer every time? Everything you bring in will be in there for you each time. Okay. So your book covers will be in there. If you have a whole ton of books, you can make folders so you can organize them by the series within the book section if you want to. And then the, you can bring in your own background images if you have them somehow, you know, or maybe your photographer on top of everything else, bring those in. Okay. And then same thing in the images section, you can bring in whatever logos or things you want to. Also consider bringing in a picture of yourself. So if you want to be on there, hey, why not? So bring that kind of thing in. And that's obviously unique to you. Right. And then you can add that to, you know, your headshot or whatever. Okay. Bring it in. And when people are making graphics in Bookbrush, I assume they, they don't have to worry about the rights of what, of any graphic that they're using in there. 
if you're bringing in, you're acknowledging that you have permission sure. to use it. But anything in our sources from Pixabay, and there's actually, when you're looking at the thumbnails, a little, if you're searching, a little oval in the upper right corner where you can click, it'll actually hyperlink you to Pixabay. So you can see for yourself that per their terms, it's free for commercial okay. use and things like that. But any of the pre-made templates that we have in there, we've already checked that for you. So you can just get crazy and design what you want and, and download. That's and so nice. That's so nice. So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to go find your own picture and then, you know, be tagged by Amazon because we don't, none of us want that, right? Nobody has time for that. No. Nobody has time for that at all. So it is book brush, no interesting spellings, all this just B-O-O-K-B-R-U-S-H.com? Yes. Okay. Yes. You got it. Bookbrush.com. Bookbrush if you say it 10 times, it'll be a tongue twister. But if we just say it once or twice, we'll be good. So bookbrush.com. So they just go over there. They make a, a free um, login just to check it out and they can access the webinars from there and then I'm sure yep. that and that'll will. get you on the mailing list so okay um, we send an email every week or two often once a week with just something newsy about what yep. we've got going on or something we've added and not uh, inbox overload but you know an email yep. here and there to tell you what's happening or we've added something new so you can check it out yeah so you can stay up to date better than me but I did see that I have replays to watch so I, I know that I just gotta make time for it there's not enough hours in the day it's not well thank you so much Kathleen I will put the links in the show notes and people will get over there I really encourage anyone who is um, either new to writing or new to selling their book or just didn't know um, that there is other things other than Canva that are easier and more fun to play with I think <laughs> come on over come check us out thank you so much Hey, you're still listening. Since you are, could you do me a favor and head over to the app that you're listening to this episode on and hit the subscribe button and then rate and review the show? It would really help the Pencils and Lipstick podcast get out into the world. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, then there might be more people out there who would enjoy it as well. If you want to find out more about me, you can head over to catcaldwell.com. I have my story over there, my books, my interactive journals, my one-on-one -on -one coaching information, and information on my creative writing community membership group. If you're looking to write a book or you are a writer and you just want to find out more about how to write, how to publish, how to format, how to market, and all the things that go into being an author these days, check out the membership group. There is a 14 free day trial that you can try it out, get into the masterminds, find out all the goodies that we are talking about in the group. I would love to see you there.